everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fan with the Flagship Fanbyte Podcast with all your friends here at Fanbyte.com. It is me, once again, Steven Strum, managing editor of Fanbyte.com. You can also hear our latest new hire, Drake, and his caller in the background <laughs> of yep. this podcast. Uh, we He's my executive are... assistant. Uh, that's his official oh, title. Yeah. Wow. Ooh, sorry about that, John. <laughs> <laughs> John, that I coffee was just too late the, and too lukewarm. I fucked lukewarm. up the coffee really bad last week. <laughs> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have now heard the voices of most of the other people on the show, which include uh, one editor in chief, fully one hundred percent, like not a joke anymore, not for fooling or games. Editor in chief of Fanby.com, Danielle Riendo. Hi, hello. Hello to you. How does it feel to? hold all of our lives in the palm of your hand. Oh, it feels great, actually. It's, uh, oh, okay. you know, it's kind of like an EMS when you got people's hands in your, in your, uh, people's hands. <laughs> I mean, uh-huh. sometimes, you know. <laughs> you know, when you're pumping people's someone's hands in their heart. Huh? You know, when you're you know? an ET and you collect you hold hands. <laughs> you collect hands, it's part of your work. Oh, yeah, God. you know. That's how it uh, is. Y- you just heard the vocal stylings of uh, Head of Media want John Warren of Fanbyte.com. Right. Hi, John. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. doing. I, I'm not. I'm not talking to people very often. I don't go outside very yeah. often. I'm starting to see the effects in the way that I'm having conversations. So, mm-hmm. uh, well, how? Somebody who is also in Los Angeles. How are you doing, Nikki Grayson? I uh, am happy that the sense of touch is finally coming back. To <laughs> we're gonna get to that. <laughs> we're gonna get to that. We were trying to. We were trying to make sure that we didn't just talk about this for twenty minutes before we even started this. Because first, I need to introduce. She is a, the Duke of New York. She is a number one Merritt K. Uh, the Duke social, of uh, New features York. Features and trading. Isn't that like? Wait. Isn't that what's his name? Not the Thin Duke. Halloween Jack. Is that how I don't remember the name of the character from he's the a, movie Escape from New York? No, he's a real cool cat, and he lives on top of Manhattan Chase. You know, oh, just like in the uh-huh. song Diamond Dogs. Yeah, uh-huh. Also, there's a character named Diamond Dog in a movie called Con Air that oh, Danielle yes. and I just watched, which is very oh funny. God. One of the best of its era, I, I have to say. Uh, well, we can talk about that as well. Uh, first, I did want to get to Nikki, who does have... <laughs> I, I'm trying here. I I'm absolutely love the, the, the pregnant silence of <laughs> let's talk about Connor and Steven just being like, I don't even know what the fuck to say to that, huh? All right, well. Uh, Nicholas Cage back in the media again. Uh, now that they- <laughs> Finally. <laughs> I could eat a peach for hours. Right? Oh, Nikki, God. Tell us, tell us what this Tell us what this shit is about, Nikki. After thoughtful consideration, we decided to keep much of what gamers love about DualShock 4 intact, while also adding new functionality and refining the design. Based on our discussions with developers, we concluded that the sense of touch within gameplay, much like audio, has been a big focus for many games. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, editor's note. Are they saying that we've never been able to touch anything in video games, much like we've never been able to hear anything in games? Uh-huh. 
We've had a great opportunity with PS5 to innovate by offering game creators the ability to explore how they can heighten that feeling of immersion through our new controller. That's why we adopted haptic feedback, which adds a variety of powerful sensations that you'll feel when okay. you play. Um, Such as the slow <laughs> grittiness of a driving a car through mud. Okay. So we also excuse me. Sorry, I'm sorry. We also incorporated is. adaptive triggers into the L2 and R2 buttons of the DualSense, so that you can truly feel the tension of your actions, like when drawing a bow to shoot an arrow. <laughs> Manufactured wait. by Hitachi. It's Thank gonna be. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. This, it's gonna be a hot spot. The, the, Sorry? the triggers yeah. will push back? Yeah, like the Xbox controller The Xbox does. controller does that too, yeah. So oh. let, me, let me paint a picture for everyone. So when The Last of Us 2 comes out in 2023... Yeah. Um and and we have the touch sense in our hands when we're yeah. cracking open a fool's head like a coconut in the <laughs> worst way possible. Yes. Are is is uh, Jack Palance or whatever the fuck the guy's name is at Sony yeah, telling it's me definitely that uh, Jack Palance. Jack Palance. Um, <laughs> is he telling me that I'm gonna have resistance trying to bore into some fool's head? Oh yeah, one hundred percent, John. You're gonna feel that watermelon pop between your thighs like the sweetest. <laughs> between your thighs. Oh my god. Where, Is that what happens in that game? I never played it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Merit, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> Uh, now let's talk well, about. Wait, wait the a colors. second though. Isn't how is this not just like HD Rumble? It is yeah, the same it's as HD, HD Rumble. Rumble. What yeah. they're saying is they put HD Rumble in it, and then they took the uh, the resistive triggers from the Xbox. Has now, anyone they, ever been is. like? Has Has anyone ever been truly excited about the fact that like video games Rumble? I feel like you know the Rumble Pack. They did that for the N64, and it was like, whoa, you can feel the game. And then from then on, like, no one was really psyched about it, but it was just, like, one of those, like, conventions that, like, oh, of course we have to do that. So <laughs> Right, uh, but yeah. now they can make one, two cents. Oh. Oh, uh, sure, one, two cents. How, oh. how many beans are in Crash Bandicoot's sack? <laughs> yeah, famously, <laughs> famously a game about collecting beans that have spilled mm. out, and you need to put them back in the sack. Yeah, don't <laughs> spill the beans. Uh, Crash Bandicoot, I have one question for you. Why'd you spill your beans? Why'd you spill the beans out of your No, no, no. It was uh, Dr. Cortex um, <gasps> who spilled the beans. Ah, yeah. okay. Ooga booga. I've not seen yeah. the the live-action Crash Bandicoot film in, in this oh, true yeah. black and white no, yet. That, so. that explains sort of the backstory. You really do need to watch the movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They put a microphone in the controller as well, so That's... you'll be definitely able to hear a bunch of kids playing Fortnite mm. um, get yelled <laughs> oh. at by their moms because they won't be able to mute themselves hey, easily. Wait, I have another question about controllers. Has anyone ever liked when a controller made a noise at them? No. Like no. in history? Uh, Has anyone no, ever no. just not not been scared by that? or like? No, the first time I hit a tennis ball with the Wii Remote, I was like, fuck Okay, yeah. no, that was and good, then... yeah. The other, <laughs> the other game I will mention is Silent Hill Shattered Memories for the Wii, where uh, they would you would get spooky phone calls on your cell phone in-game, and you had to hold the Wii Remote up to your oh, ear like a cell right. phone and listen to Spooky that's kinda Girl. Cool. Yeah, that's kind of cool. That's fine. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just remember playing, like the um what's the one that's not in no infamous infamous 2 i guess yeah. mm -hmm. um 
like years after it came out, but you could tell it was a launch title because they were like, okay, you have to use every feature of this console. <laughs> you you <laughs> yeah. have to hold the controller sideways oh. and shake it and it makes a noise like a spray paint can and then that you was, hold the no. trigger to spray paint on the wall. Yeah. You mean Infamous Second Son, the third Infamous game. Okay, yes, oh. that's the one I mean. Featuring Troy Baker as Infamous Man. As infamous. As infamous. <laughs> yeah. As the infamous. I definitely remember there was some game on my Wii where I put cotton balls and tape over the little speaker because it was making too much noise. Like Wait, couldn't night. you just turn it off? I don't know if Wait, you could. It was making noise at night? Like, was, was I was just like, playing it. On? I was like playing it at night at, for work or whatever. Because oh. if it's the Wii, we're talking about like right. I was already a freelance writer at this point. And it was just making too much fucking noise. So yeah, it was a cotton ball scotch tape kind of situation. Okay. I thought you were saying you were, like, in bed at 3 a.m. and suddenly just hear, like, it's me from the other room. And it's just like, Danielle, <laughs> nobody else's did that. That was that was maybe a unique problem for you and your apartment. Um, the colors are bad. The colors are bad. Yeah, why would, oh, everything you, why about would you make the part? But this the looks like, are it bad. looks like a portal. Like, it looks why like it's you from make portal. The part it looks like where where your you hands go white. Yeah, because yeah, that's gonna get maximum nasty. Controller? It's really disgusting. <laughs> oh. Like you really get a sense of how grimy your hand. There are two things that teach you how grimy your hands get. One is a pandemic, and the other is a controller that's white. And so it's <laughs> yeah. like the, the the two great tastes that taste great together are coming right. right now, and everyone's gonna get to fi- figure out how gross their hands get. It's yeah. disgusting. And so and my thing about tastes- my thing about these is that like I hate. That matte little pot, like p- powder finish that they put on all electronics now, right. because yeah. like it's not a matter of your hands being gross for that. It's just that like you naturally wear that away with friction over yeah. time, yep. and then part yep, of yep. it just becomes shiny and looks permanently greasy. Can we just go back to clear plastic on everything? Yeah, no, like yeah. because I... that never shows anything. It always yep. looks great. Like, come on! Everyone it's, loves it. It's, it's retro. It's evergreen. It's, it's in vogue again. Yeah. yeah. Why did they fuck up the PlayStation button? I don't oh, know if that's wow. a button, or is the button below that the button now? That's, and then the, that's no, that's Wait, the mute button. Wait, the, the mute button. The, it's just a P. Is the button? Oh, it's just a, no, it's a PlayStation now, huh? logo. Oh, yeah. it's a PlayStation key button. Um, but like, just like Mario. The, crucially, that's a smaller button than the PlayStation button on the PlayStation uh, Four controller. Can I can I say something? Can I say yeah. yes? What is going to be an unpopular opinion right away? I like it. I like the way it looks. Wow. What's <laughs> the motto for this one? Touching is good. Oh wait, no, Nintendo already did that. Yeah. Um, no, it's yes. um, it is touch both like sides to for added enjoyment. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This kind of this sort of presupposes a uh, situation where. Kind of, you know, have you seen uh, that movie uh, where Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to Mars and there's a lady with three? <laughs> Yeah. Of Mars. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Mom, mom needs Mars. She has <laughs> Mars needs moms with the regular amount of them. Um, <laughs> because everyone on Mars has three and it's just weirding us out. Uh, what, this place, what this PlayStation Vita ad presupposes is what if four? Yeah. What if yeah. four, huh? Uh-huh. That's a quad. then also you yeah. could touch both sides for added enjoyment, you know? Yes. Yeah. But just you like the horrible for mutant your pleasure. back ones. <laughs> That's the thing, though. Like, much like the character. Having used the Vita quite a lot, probably more than the average person who owned a Vita, I probably used the Vita. Uh, the mm-hmm. thing 
that I always thought was like, yeah, this back rear touchscreen is just as good as a woman's breast. This is an equal level. <laughs> yeah, of you know, you know when you grab right. when you grab a boob and it just feels like like the back of a PlayStation Vita. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're not quite sure if you're touching the right spot because you're not getting the response so, that you want. Wait, yet. I have a question. I have a question about the lore off. of this ad. Okay. Let's cuz cuz we all can laugh about that time that PlayStation thought that that was a good ad to do. But let's just let's really dig down, right? Okay? Um so for people who haven't seen it, it's just a woman with like her face and head like off frame and it's just like her facing away, but she has another set of breasts on her back that also have tan lines on them. Um yep. which presupposes yeah. some kind of garment that uh, I can't really <laughs> visualize in my mind. But okay, let's take this a step further, though, because she only has one set of arms and they're facing forward. So are we to surmise <laughs> that she just only that she just has this extra set of boobs or does she just have no butt? Mm. Oh. Is her butt just really high? Does she yeah. just have does she just have no butt is my question, because right. is it the whole back is the same as the front? Right, 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 right. Or is it right, like right. one? Oh, or, I see or, what you're saying. Or yeah. she has double butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if the back is the same as the front, then she doesn't have like, butt. So does she have a back button instead of a belly button? Possibly, mm. possibly. Yeah. 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 Or, no, so, okay. I think I think she just has. I think she just has four boobs and still has butt because the the assumption with. You can touch both sides, but do- both sides don't give you the exact same experience, right? right? Like, you can't see, see any content see. on the rear touchpad of the PlayStation Vita. It's only good for tearaway. So, you can't, like... Th- it's not... The whole thing isn't there, right? So, it's just boob, but there is still butt. And she doesn't have two chins. We can surmise from right. what well, is no, I mean, of her anatomy. Above everything above her... Her chest is normal because okay. her arms and shoulders and neck and head are normal. But um, honestly, you say though, that now. honestly, you though, the way know. her head is tilted, she could have a second head. Like, she could. Have it's second possible. Head. I mean, let's just How give it up for the dressmaker, though. Let's just be honest. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot of structural work. Yeah, that's a Daniel Day Lewis is that's very proud yeah. of what he's done. Uh, you also posted a picture of the boomerang in here, which um, mm-hmm. famously was the prototype for the PS3 controller. I don't know why they didn't make it. I know it looks great to me. Um, <laughs> I want to they... play Ridge Racer with this thing. Mm. Yeah, did they? Ever the buttons show... are too far apart on mm. the boomerang or the new one. But yes, <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> uh, fair. You know what? I'm going to say it too. Huh. Honestly, this new one, I kind of like it. Um, yeah, right. and here, well, here's like why. Here's why. The PlayStation controller has never felt like. I mean, I've gotten used to it over time, but the first time I saw one, I was like, "This doesn't look ergonomic, like at all." Mm-hmm. Um, like if you compare it to like the lineage of like Dreamcast to Xbox controller, um, or even GameCube, which was like formed <sighs> to your hand. The PlayStation yeah. 1 is just kind of like there and uh, just has these two like rods sticking out and you're like, I guess. It's kind of um, like figure it out. Yeah. yeah if this was making him, I'm looking at my, I'm looking at my PS4 controller right now. Yeah. I've got it in my hand. Yeah. The distance from, the distance from left grip to left thumbstick, not very far. It's not. On this one, it looks far to me. It yeah. looks yeah. uncomfortable to me. 
I'm, it's also I also am am a staunch defender of the offset stick. Me you too. should not be able. You should not under any circumstances be able to touch your other thumb while both thumbs rest on sticks. Yeah, I agree. I've never mm. quite understood that argument. I I don't have beef with it because I just don't. My brain can't like put together what the problem is. Yeah, explain what exactly. Oh, I see. Like your your thumbs are hitting. Your thumbs can hit now. Okay, that's not a problem I had ever considered, but yeah. I suppose well, some people have much larger hands than me. It also yeah. it's not it's not that I have big hands, it's that sometimes it depends on the game. Uh sometimes I don't use the tip of like my the tip of my thumb. I use the middle knuckle of right. my thumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if that happens, that. then I have length. I have an ex- there's an extra unaccounted for length that I never they never touch that, on the that Xbox That kind of sounds like a you problem though. Yeah, <laughs> Nikki, maybe maybe you should have thought about this before you allowed Flute from Spy Kids to turn you into a thumb thumb. Um, that was maybe a problem. That's the meanest thing anybody's ever said to me. <laughs> oh I'm gonna have Machete come kill you. <laughs> Oh, oh my, God. my image of uh, of him has been a little bit tainted because the uh-huh. character that uh, Danny Trejo plays in Con Air is mm. not a fun guy with a knife. No, uh, he sucks. He's no. a bad man uh, yeah. who is bad to see and look at. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Danielle, you all right? I'm all right. Uh, I think I had a slight oh, technical Danielle. difficulty. I was wondering about this. She just uh, said okay back, so I assume she just didn't have any I, PlayStation I controller thoughts. <laughs> How are y'all? How you doing today? Uh, let's let's just uh, keep going. I just yeah, thought going, I, I thought I, I, I thought I was doing her a favor to jump back right? in, but no, I did a whoopsie. <laughs> I did a whoopsie <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, um, you know, Nikki is chatting to got, me, saying, "Hello, um, Danielle, are you there?" Talk about Nikki. I never said your title. You're the social editor of Fanby.com. Um, That's me. Hello. Um, Hi. Do we want to talk about games? Do we want to jump into games? Like, there's we don't really I do guess. a lot of news here on on this thing. I think we've uh, used up our allotted news time talk for PlayStation controller. Uh, we cannot hear you, Danielle. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is great. Great audio, Danielle. Yeah, yeah, all sorry. those great jokes that Danielle has been saying into her microphone this entire time that the audience oh, is man, hearing. The edit, the edit's gonna be really good. <laughs> I mean, it's just great little Danielle jokes that none of us are responding to. <laughs> Just uh, not acknowledging or whatever. No, so God, funny. Danielle. No, um, we weren't being gonna, Danielle. Here, um, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna write down. 15 to 18 minutes Danielle is inaudible <laughs> and no one can hear no, her. This is, I'll, this is, I'll, hello this is friends I'm add a message at the beginning this we is did like, it hey uh, Danielle I'm a back fun editing, a fun editing <laughs> I seriously off thought y'all were being assholes and I was like well fine fine no. you didn't want my great joke about <laughs> the boobs and the four boobs and baby you wish you had four hands well fine I guess I'll go over here and write in my notebook. God, it's so sad what happens to that woman, though, because she dies in that movie. It is. Yeah. It's really she sad. Gets, she gets killed by the uh, by the goons that come in yeah. and like, raid the place. Yeah. And it's she's very heroic, too. Like, she genuinely tries to, like, you know, save the day. And yeah, she just gets she's killed. Like, she's like, I don't know where they are. And then the guy just, like, shoots her. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, why, yeah. I now, remember that. why did she have three boobs? Uh, Nikki, that's the dumbest fucking question. <laughs> 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 have you not seen no, Total no Recall? One, no one answered that question. There's no reason no for anything in that movie. Nick, Nikki, I want to hear your guesses. I yeah. want to hear like three guesses yeah, from you of why cool. she had three boobs. 
Um, pleasure. Wait, metaphysical answer. So wait, wait. You think it was added for pleasure? Yes. Ah. Okay. okay. I think I think they did genetic modification into mm. GMO. And then they, Monsanto was like, what if human had three boobs? <laughs> so they put third breasts on. Okay. Uh-huh. Is that not why? Guess number two. <laughs> uh, One for each boob, Nikki. Yeah. This is, Milk the, this is the most production. we've ever talked about breasts on yeah. this show. Three I mean, questions for three boobs, and yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Total recall three boobs, why? No, that's <laughs> cheating. Okay, you've already broken the sanctity. No, so. <laughs> the sanctity of the boob question. <laughs> sacred bond. Why? And you broke it. <sighs> I, um, hey, a real quick question about the controller, and then I swear we can move on. Why? Yeah. Why did they keep the touchpad? Does anyone for use the touchpad for backwards compatibility? There, there are enough games out there where that l- require you to hit the like click that in as if it was a select button because there's oh. no select button. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that's what. But that's what I'm saying. Is that why didn't for, they just make for, it a select button for most games? For most games, right? It's the that's map just button. a button. That's oh, a sure. button. Yeah. Like to me, this was such a interesting concept. Not even really an interesting concept, honestly. But a, a concept that, like, maybe like one percent of games tried to actually oh, use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's almost generous, I bet. But yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm almost embarrassed that they kept it on. But whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, I legitimate so. when I when I read the fucking headline, they're adding touch back. I thought that they were like me too. I thought they were putting a touchpad on the back, and that was going to do Vita compatibility. Right. I, like I thought that oh, was the, the oh, their Vita compatibility. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Sony but is never going to acknowledge that they ever made a product called the Vita ever again. Right. So that's yeah. not going to happen. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> we got games. I got the show notes open here. I'm looking at stuff. Uh, we can talk about some things. Uh, John, you haven't been on in a while. Do you want to talk about what you've been up to? Can Can you talk about anything that you've been up to? Uh, yeah, of course I can, because the embargo was a uh, fucking 24 hours ago. Oh. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. <laughs> I can talk about anything and everything I want to. Harris <laughs> uh, lives, motherfucker! No, I've only played about six or seven hours of uh, FF7 Remake. Um, I like it a lot. Like, I, I played I don't know, probably about 20% of what I've played so far already just in, like, the, the demos and stuff in the uh, closed-door sessions that I've been in. Um, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't want to spoil a ton, but I do think, like, it's interesting to uh, it is interesting to experience a game that I think now that I'm seeing it uh, in all of its like glory as one uh, kind of project, uh, right. I I really legitimately think that the folks at Square were like, we're gonna make this like it's its own thing. Like all bets are off to an extent. Hmm. Like there are a lot of beats that you're gonna remember if you played this thing, but there's a lot of stuff that is either pretty different or so added that it adds like a ton of extra dimension to either the story or the gameplay and um i don't know it it goes it goes in a lot of directions i didn't expect um even just seven hours in uh 
like all the avalanche people get a lot more screen time so like jesse biggs and wedge uh which are like three companions kind of early on who uh may not be with you for the entire game um they they get a lot of like uh exposition screen time and stuff so that's kind of cool um and then like you know materia has been super expanded so like um I think maybe the one big change is like uh, if y'all ever played Final Fantasy twelve, you had the Gambit system, which is yeah. basically assigning AI uh, decision making like trees to characters, and you can kind of do combinations of those, which would like basically allow you to never have to take control of other players. And I think it's funny to see that in FF seven, like it it is designed to. It is designed to let you basically never have to switch characters, which I think is a very interesting decision for a remake of a game that was very much into controlling every single aspect of what every character did. Um, and so, like, Materia fills in those gaps. It's like a bunch of, like, automatic, uh, you know, automatic uh, behavior stuff that just wasn't in the old one. So, <clears throat> and I don't know, that, like- it's, it's cool. Does the materia then, if you're, uh, are you making a decision between putting on material that affects stats and abilities versus like automatic actions? Um, yeah, it's mostly so far it's like abilities or automation. So like, um, I could give Tifa, for example, right now another like offensive magic thing, or I could give her auto cure, okay. which basically allows her to heal herself three times without me telling her to. Uh, like in battle so uh-huh. that's just like I, I just make the decision of like yeah it's kind of it's weird the devs are like yeah we know it's kind of a pain in the ass to switch between between people huh uh, so here's materia so you don't have to do that which um, is kind of an interesting design choice like I think this is a cool game so far but there are definitely things that they've designed that i was like oh wait y'all designed this to not be fun and then you gave me something (laughs) to fix it which is weird Uh um you know i'm almost like you know why don't you just make the whole plane out of the black box but in (laughs) in design terms instead of just like don't give me an out maybe design the system so i don't need the out which Uh we can definitely talk a lot more about in my like full review but i uh it, I, I really, really like it so far, and um, it I'm having a blast with it, and I think if I wasn't doing, like, other parts of my job, I'd, pro- I'd probably be, like, I don't know, 15 or 20 hours into it so far. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, uh, it's interesting. And the only thing, the only other thing I would say is I was really skeptical about the, uh, the musical arrangements um, taken from, you know, Nobuo, Nobuo Uematsu's uh, great score from 1997 and i was kind of worried about the updates and it is a beautiful beautiful score like it is a really unbelievable score with like great new arrangements and stuff so i that one that one trailer that i wasn't supposed to watch because it's apparently all spoilers for this game (laughs) um i i I don't know i don't know if that's really true but yeah i yeah that's the that's the goof Uh, (laughs) uh that 
trailer though has that like really good croony wild west song thing in it that is just like every time i hear it uh having no context for this game and only barely ever really playing final fantasy 7 original just like fucking like ooh, it just like sends chills down my spine i really enjoy that song uh and if there's like more stuff like that in that game and that's kind of the direction they're going i'm excited yeah there's a lot of that there's there's some arrangements where you don't even realize it's one of the old songs until like a climax (laughs) kind of kicks in and and stuff like that so it's 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 a really interesting update in that respect so um I'm, I'm having a blast with it i think it's a really uh it, it's a cool game it definitely does things that uh i did not expect them to change uh also uh, the other thing i'll say is the script is really nice like there's a moment where um like jesse and biggs and wedge and cloud they're like going on a, another mission and it's kind of like a side mission to like infiltrate this like shinra warehouse or something and uh like jesse runs off to uh to basically like cause a distraction and so you're there with biggs and wedge and they're like uh hey they they tell you this like big secret about jesse which i won't reveal hmm. and and they're like four boobs <laughs> unbelievable um and they tell you this big secret about her and uh and biggs is like hey can you like keep that to yourself like i i told you because you asked and y'all seem like y'all are getting close but like she she gets like when she gets pissed off she gets punchy and he kind of says it slyly and cloud's like i don't know i can't make that promise and and wedge just goes like cloud she will beat the shit out of us if you tell her (laughs) and i was just like it it was such a like it's such a like naturally delivered line and it's stuff like that that just did not exist in the original script because it was you know historically poorly localized right um but uh it's got a it's got a good script so it's it's good game good game yeah nice nikki i'm gonna be really interested in in you playing it because you've never i'm I'm excited to get my hands on this my first final fantasy game yeah (laughs) me too Uh, that is out on this friday it's friday yeah yeah Friday, Basically Thursday, Thursday night at Thursday midnight, night. basically. Eastern. Unless, yeah. <laughs> depending on what country you live in and how uh, <laughs> open-minded some of your local stores are, from what I've <laughs> given to understand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, uh, Australia has played this like three weeks ago. So. <laughs> um, yeah. Cool. I'm going to be interested in hearing your full review of that, and I want to check it out myself now, too. Yeah. Um, Danielle, since we yeah. uh, were such dicks to you a minute ago and uh, <laughs> did just... Uh, <laughs> Did just pretend. I, I gotta admit, we were just lying. We could hear you the whole time. Uh, oh, god damn it! <laughs> no. Uh, I do want to hear what you've been up to since uh, we had that little technical hiccup there. Mostly crying because I'm so sad. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> Not the answer I was expecting, but man, maybe the answer I was deserving. You know? Uh, no, I I have, I mean, I've been playing the same two things that I talked about last time, so I'm not going to talk about those, but I have also been doing this thing that I do. Uh, when a new games, a game comes out that I don't necessarily know if I'm going to play, but I know I'm going to enjoy it, uh, which is watching the sort of early speedrunning community come, uh, come towards Resident Evil 3 Remake, which has been so much fun to watch. I'm mostly watching a couple of runners who uh, played a lot of the of the Resident Evil 2 remake, and they were a lot of fun to watch, and I watched a ton of that. I actually played that game, uh, but I ended up watching it for longer than I played it, so to speak. Uh, but this has been super, super fun. It looks like a more visually interesting game, especially because it has this sort of 
theme park area and a lot of interesting outdoor areas and a lot of I don't know it it just looks more interesting than two did uh in terms of environments and, and so on and so forth it's also fun for me to just watch the kind of early days of a game being broken you know like if you watch speed yeah. runs of a game that you know and love yeah you know, ocarina of time or majora's mask or something i guess i just picked uh two very specific games but <laughs> Uh, you, you kind of know the game inside and out because uh, you played it when you were younger or whatever it is, and you find a lot of that game-breaking super cool and super interesting, and it looks like witchcraft. But at the, in the like earliest days, you know, the first couple of weeks that a game is out there, when speedrunners are just kind of figuring out the tricks and they're playing the game and they're playing the game, and then they're watching like YouTube videos from their Discord channel of like, oh, this person got this glitch, and, and it has to do this one that I was watching today. Uh, it's a speedrunner called Distortion 2, and he speedruns a lot of games, including Resident Evil games. And he was trying to get this glitch right where you can, like, it almost looked like he was, like, uppercutting through the nemesis. Like, weirdly, <laughs> okay. like, doing, like, a weird, like, bizarre uppercut punch, like, through him. And it had to do with frames. And I don't know if that's going to be, like, a trick that, you know, makes it into whatever speedrunning looks like in a couple of months. But it's just so cool to watch the early days of things being broken and optimized and as they figure things out. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. Did you see uh, 2B modded into uh, Resident oh. Evil 3? <gasps> That's pretty good. What? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. With is, the katana and stuff, yeah. Is 2B oh. like the Jill Valentine character or is it Nemesis? Nah, oh, oh, no, like Jill Valentine. <laughs> <laughs> the that, hero. That, 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 that would be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> if, uh, she's just like fucking she, uh, hitting you with massive glaives at yeah. like thirty feet. That'd be really yeah. funny. Yeah, yeah, just picking you up by your collar and like yelling in your face, but it's two B. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Very um, good. Very good shit. It, it looks like a cool game. I might actually play it. It's just one of those where I'm having so much fun watching it uh, that I I might also play it and have fun with that, but. Yeah, this is how I'm doing it right now while I'm still in my throes of my Animal Crossing addiction right now. Yeah. Well, that's a pretty decent segue into something that I never do because I always forget to talk about my games until the very end, so I always go last. <laughs> um, yeah. But I played and then beat the Resident Evil 3 remake over yeah. the weekend uh, in about two, three sittings. Um, I like that game a lot. Uh, I think most of the reception around it has been pretty muted compared to the Resident Evil 2 remake, and I understand that, I think. I understand why. Um, but I still enjoyed my time with it. I think that in the review that I wrote, I wrote a text review on the site. We're also going to do a review pod. Um, I kind of mentioned that the way I feel about that game walking away from it is basically the same how I felt walking away from Resident Evil 2 remake, mm -hmm. where... Yeah. I feel like the moment-to-moment -moment stuff is probably better in 2. Like, the police station is a very iconic location sure. to set a game in and let me tell you if you like that police station uh and you were specifically missing that police station there is maybe some fun surprises waiting for you in resident evil 3 <laughs> remake yeah um actually like there, there is i the game has been out for a couple of days now uh i don't think it's a huge 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 spoiler that, to say that you do at one point play inside of the police station from uh resident evil 2 because as hottie carlos right as Carlos, yes, as uh, shirtless mod, <laughs> shirtless mod DB's own Carlos. Uh, I don't know what his last name is. I just know it's Carlos. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, fanbite weekend writer Natalie's uh, favorite son. 
Yeah. I, uh, she called him a bisexual icon, I believe. Mm-hmm. Which is very yeah, good. She, called, she also called him Unre, a king. Uh, <laughs> good. Probably yeah. the best bit. Good. Is Hunk in this one? Uh, Hunk is not in this one that I know of. Um, so no tofu, no hunk. Excuse me. Uh, excuse me. Carlos is the hunk in this one? Right. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> That's fair. Carlos is such a dipshit. <laughs> actually, is the thing. Uh, what I kind of one of the things that I really, really liked about Resident Evil Three in particular, and I think Carlos being such a dumbass throughout the game really helps highlight this, is that Jill is just a really good character in this one. Like she has been rewritten in this sense of like I lived through Resident Evil One. I'm fucking tired of all this shit. I just want to go home. Fuck all of you. Like, everybody's trying to do one-liners at her, like, constantly. They're always, like, talking about, just like, oh, you're such a badass. And it's like, oh, that guy, you know, he blows some up, some, yeah, blows up some zombie. And he's like, ah, that one's pretty toasty or whatever. And Jill is just like, fuck you. Like, she just, <laughs> she's just constantly swearing at the camera and everyone around her and just wants to leave Raccoon City as quickly as possible, nice. which I think is a really good way to present her. Yeah, because um, didn't that character get, like, kind of fucked up near the end of, like, in, like, maybe five, I think? Yeah, like, there's fun, a whole yeah. thing where, like, oh, Wesker has, like, mind-controlled her or something. Yeah, he Uh, puts... She's... uh, Yeah, she gets... Hmm. Wesker mind-controls her with a big spider gem that he attaches to her boobs, and then she makes her wear a, like, skin-tight rubber suit uh, with the chest open so you can see the big, giant, weird mind-control spider and dyes her blonde for some reason. Uh, so uh, and that and she's like a bad guy that you fight in five because of that until Chris uh, rips the weird mind control spider off of her boobs and then she's a good guy again. Uh, I'm oh um, yeah. Did you, oh I'm sorry. Was I the only one here who beat Resident Evil Five as well? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. yeah, you might you might have been yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. I played yeah, three hours of that game. I that I, I got I got like ten hours through or something, but I, I put it down. Yeah. Yeah, that's how that game goes. Uh, I hate all the Wesker stuff, and I yeah. uh, mentioned that. Yeah, Wesker is like all the mustache twirling, like I'm going to remake the world from flesh, and humanity will be reborn. All that shit like does yeah. nothing for me in Resident Evil. Um, and that's actually another thing I think three does very well as well is like it adds a ton of context to Umbrella as like an organization of just banal scummy little men that just (laughs) why are they doing this like literally at the end of the game jill has this whole monologue about how like oh all of this stuff happened this entire viral outbreak nemesis me almost getting fucked up a million times this whole city being nuked by a barometric bomb or whatever like all of this happened just because these guys were greedy shits that just wanted money and you meet a couple of characters throughout the game uh resident evil 2 the remake did this a little bit as well with the like chief of police and a couple of like the text logs you could find but uh it's way more in your face than 3 where uh, you meet this character called Dr. Bard, who is like a guy who has created a vaccine for the T-virus, and so you're trying to find him. Not in the original version of the game at all, I don't think. Um, most of the game's like levels and locations are like completely different compared to the original Resident Evil 3. The original Resident Evil 3 has this whole thing where the whole point of that game is you're trying to climb a bell tower to ring a bell so that a helicopter nearby will know that you're alive and come and land and get you. Um, which is a very Resident Evil logic kind of thing, but this game has none of that. Um, and this is like this guy, Dr. Bard, is just like this shitty, kind of abusive, 
like hospital doctor like higher up that treats his employees like shit and treats his family like shit and just likes having lots of money and comfort and stuff like that and you kind of get a lot more documents about how all of the people in raccoon city who were in power are just kind of like that and we're working mm. with the umbrella corporation to like sell out all of the citizens um for their own personal gain um, and then you fight a big fucking guy in a trench coat, and it's that that part's fine. The, the nemesis <laughs> stuff is maybe the weakest <laughs> stuff in the game. Is it um, ever established? This is I never finished uh, playing Resident Evil Three. I've only kind of dipped into I, I've dipped into a lot of the games in the series, certainly. But yeah. I don't know if I've beaten more than like one or two of them. Is it ever established why he wears a fucking trench coat? <sighs> um. I don't know if it's established. In this one, Nemesis doesn't even start wearing a trench coat. He he starts off in, like, this big, giant plastic bag wrap um, covered in belt buckles and stuff like that. His whole face is covered. Like, he can't, his eyes aren't even visible. Okay, okay. And throughout the game, Jill constantly just fucks him up in one boss fight after another. And, like, more pieces of his clothes just fall off until it kind of looks like a trench coat. And that's kind of just how it goes. Um, but he's supposed to be <laughs> like, he, yeah, uh, he is, his whole thing is that he was created to kill all the witnesses from the first game. Like he's, ah. yeah. Stars. 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 <laughs> um, he does say stars at one point in the game. So, so he's sentient. I never completely understood if he was like being controlled by somebody else, but like I he has, he's he just, has a mind, right? He's just a killing machine. Like he was okay. created to kill. He's like the Terminator. Or yeah, something. exactly. Well, okay. this game adds like this is minor spoilers because again, it's in like a well, a it's based on a game that came out a million years ago, uh, and b this is in like a text log that you can find. They actually do some groundwork to tie this into Resident Evil Four a uh, little bit okay. with him. Oh. Because they talk about, like, uh, there's a note from Dr. Bard where he's, like, talking to the guy. Like, Dr. Bard is, like, in charge of a lot of the stuff of, like, okay, how do we make these into weird bioweapons? And then yeah. he's, like, sending this letter to this other German guy who's, like, oh, the thing that you've used to, like, mind control these these mutants so that they will follow our orders is a parasite. You found this weird parasite in Europe and you're using oh, it to mind God. control the okay. zombies. So is... then, then that's that's. I mean, it's uh, so obvious they were going to do it anyway. But that's like a tacit like announcement that they're going to do four next. It's got to be right. I just that's don't like, see a need to remake four. Because, I don't like, either. I don't three, either. But, I mean, like, the, the, I the earlier ones, to. like the earlier ones. Okay, yeah, you're like getting rid of the tank controls and stuff, and like making yeah. it more modern. Four is already like an incredibly modern game. It's like, it's a very modern game that's been out a million different yeah, yeah a million and different variations. You can play it. You can play it on modern platforms. Yeah, and like it's like as far as I know, it's been a couple of years since I played it, but like it still stands up. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah totally. I mean, it's, I know uh, it's not like a, a prototypical Resident Evil game, but it's probably one of my favorite games. Oh, it's a great overall. game. Yeah. Absolutely. It's the the only yeah. one I've finished. It's got yeah. all that cool shit in it that I still can't believe they didn't even put in 3, which is that, like, weird semi-RPG elements where it's like, hey, I know you want to use this green herb and this red herb to heal yourself right now, but if you can just hold out a little bit longer and find a yellow one, you'll increase your max health for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. like, right. I love that stuff. And the, you know, m collecting money and looking for, like, little hidden items and stuff for, um, what's his name? The, got the good merchant. things for sale, Stranger. <laughs> Stranger. <laughs> I, I actually. What are you buying? What are you buying? 
What are you selling? There was an um, old, uh, there's an old Mega sixty four video where someone dressed up as that guy and just like sort of went around doing that. Oh, was, that's yeah. pretty good. And I love that one, and also the one with uh, Rio Hazuki, who's just like, let's get sweaty to strangers. And stuff. <laughs> <It's a very laughs> but, uh, but like uh, the the thing I really loved about four that was such a departure from one, two, and three was you had these pseudo sentient, like just parasite ridden like people they they weren't zombies and uh-huh. so they would actually whisper like phrases in spanish at you that right. were like really really scary um like <laughs> at some point at some point someone just yells translated i'm gonna make you into beef hash <laughs> but like <laughs> it's, but it's like you know it's like it's he says voy a ser picadillo which means like you know i'm gonna cut you up into pieces but like picadillo almost is always the name for like a ground beef like <laughs> chopped up and stuff so it was just very funny to me but uh like i i liked that game because it did it did offer a, a minor departure from the i think kind of trite stuff that was happening in raccoon city so i don't know anyway. i mean code veronica is the game that probably i think is the last bullet it, they have in the chamber before it they can, should yeah that's yeah. they should do that one first i think but I, and then maybe by the time well who knows i was gonna say maybe by the time that they put that out then enough will have changed in the landscape of video games that Resident Evil 4 won't feel quite as still modern, but at the pace that they put out Resident Evil 3, you know, (laughs) we might be looking at Resident Evil 4 in 2022 or something like that. It's like wild to think about. Um, Have any of you ever played the Revelations games? No. I've played like a little bit of the first one. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm kind of wondering how those hold up. I enjoyed... Again, this is one of those things I dipped into it. I played like three hours of both of them, I think. And like, maybe there were three. I don't know. I played like two hours of a couple of them and I liked them and they felt much more adventure-y in a lot of ways. So I don't know. I kind of wonder if they'll ever do that with those as well. I mean, they were pretty good, but I don't think they were as well remembered as, you know, the main series. Well, it's they, funny you say that, Danielle, because Resident Evil Revelations 3 was apparently so well-received in internal testing that it, it has become Resident Evil 8, which is yeah. due out in 2021. Oh, shit! <laughs> According to a news report, and that was... Uh, <laughs> Wait, we need to get the um, fanbite news music going here. Yeah, we on. need to get the fucking <laughs> chill lo-fi <laughs> beats going. But, uh, but yeah, like, I, apparently they were testing uh, Revelations 3, which is supposed to come out next year and they i don't know whatever elements in it that that they had were like nah let's make this an eight so it it sounds like it's going to be like all occultism and like actually some supernatural shit a little bit and hallucinations and maybe leaning into more of a outlast or an amnesia of the dark descent kind of angle Mm. is what it kind of sounds like it's definitely leaning into seven stuff it sounds like okay kind of seeds they planted with that so seven rules so yeah, seven's yeah. real good. Oh, one thing, one last note I want to point out because we mentioned parasites because of Resident Evil Four. I do just want to put like a mild content warning on playing Resident Evil Three, in that there is one of the like most out of nowhere gross out things I have seen in a horror game in a little while, which is like yeah. a scene. Uh, there are like these. There's this one uh, level set in like a power station in three, where it has been infested with like these mutant bugs that have built a hive there and there is a scene wh- like where Jill gets picked up and it's like a cutscene because it's like a tutorial for like how to deal with these things 
where she gets picked up by one of these bug monsters that does just like shove like a proboscis down her throat and fill oh. her up with bugs. No. No. I'm gonna go no. ahead and say no on it. I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead yeah. and call uh nope. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. <laughs> that's oh that's gonna be God. a yikes for me. Yeah, it's a rough scene. It's it's uh it's out of nowhere and uh Visually unpleasant, I'll say. And then the way that you heal yourself is you eat a green herb, and it because you ha- it gives you a status effect called parasite, and it like shows on your health bar as that. I don't know what it does because I always just healed myself immediately. But she does. You. you... Oh boy, yeah. I'm looking at uh, pictures yeah. of this, and it sucks. Um, yeah. It sucks to see in like a huge yeah. way. If that's yeah. a thing, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore other than to say if that's a thing that's going to bother you, maybe don't play this game. Um, and, or maybe get somebody else to play through that part or something. I'm not sure. But yeah. that part seemed worthy of mentioning specifically. Uh, yeah. A little extra uh, CW there. Yeah. Of course, this, yeah. Uh, of course this happens to Jill and not like uh, Leon uh-huh. or something. Not a, not a dude. Uh-huh. Yeah. Weird oh, that that oof. would be the case. Oh, oof. People are finding it now. I am yeah, oof, oof, oof. Yeah, no, it's it's um it's worse than you described in a way that I won't say, but it's yeah. uh uh-huh. yeah. No, oof, I mean oof. let's not yeah. mince words. It's a rape scene. Yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's, a little, it's a weird fun yeah, rape thing. It's super yeah. super is. That's not great. Oh. Man, uh, yeah, uh, I'm watching this on a YouTube channel called Respawn Island. And oh. uh yeah, yeah that's what it, that's what I'm look that's what I'm looking at too. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a Well, why don't we wash the taste of those bugs out of our mouth by taking a quick break here real quick and then we'll come back and talk about Merritt and Nikki's games. How does that sound everybody? All these yeah. hives look like all these hives look like booty holes, y'all. Oh. <laughs> uh sure, sure Steven, that sounds great. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> yes, that was a great joke that we all just shared with each other <laughs> off camera right now. Uh, it's a shame we couldn't record it for everybody, but I'm, you know, some stuff just has to stay between us, between these good, good friends who are all laughing <laughs> as well. <laughs> We're all, <laughs> all my friends are here. They're laughing off mic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks everybody for bearing with us there. We are back after the break here, and we are. Gonna I just think some... that for the listener, the break has actually been. Ten it's minutes. in real time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I just ten quit. minutes of dead air. <laughs> I've worked in okay. yeah, fifteen minutes of silence. Uh, hope you enjoyed. It's your, a show of respect. Hope you enjoyed your big piss, listeners. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, as if anybody listening to this who has to get up and go to the bathroom isn't doing it on their phone and just taking their dirty, dirty phone with them the whole. Hey, Hey, time. don't bring us into the bathroom. <laughs> don't take us into the bathroom. We are not oh, for pooping. <laughs> I didn't Better consent that. to that. I, oh my if God. you wouldn't do it in your car, you can't do it with us. <laughs> I'm, I'm, oh, I don't know if you want to. 100% taken a podcast of ours into the bathroom before. And like two minutes in, I was like, ah, you know what? <laughs> 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 
We're going to listen to those good, good McElroy brothers instead because I'm taking them into the bathroom a lot. Otherwise, it's a little weird, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. It's your coworkers. Your coworkers. <laughs> your coworkers yeah. And they're in the bathroom uh-huh. with It's you not now. great. It's not good. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to talk about video game? I don't know. Sure, I'll talk about video game. Um, I talked. We talked about it on the Animal Crossing podcast, uh, Fanby Island Life, which you can find at fanbyte.com slash podcast. Well, if you talked about it's it, literally there, the same. If you speed. talked about it there. You should just go listen to that. Yeah, you just go listen to it. There. Bye. I beat the game. <laughs> that one you can take into the bathroom, crucially. Nikki, I can't yeah, believe you that beat one. this game. I've told everyone I know that you, you yeah. saw credits yeah. on this thing. Yeah, I saw credits on it. Um, it's unfortunate. I don't know. Like, it, I, I do think that I, I have kind of, like... I do think I've kind of fucked up the curve for myself a little bit because I played it so much. Oh, well, putting 90 um, hours into it in five days might have, yeah, like, that'll you know, do it. not have been um, the optimal way to play this, like, day-by-day game. Yeah, yeah. but it's fine now. Uh, now that, like, I've gotten to the end, there's a lot more for me to do, i.e. kind of move every single building around Yeah. Um, and all that stuff. So that's cool. Uh, I don't know. We'll talk more about it on that show, but like, I don't really have anything new to say about Animal Crossing other than it's still good, and if you are in the Discord, um, you can come to my island to sell your turnips, which are currently selling for 441 bells each. Wow. Hell yeah. Whoa. Is that high? That's a lot of bells. Yeah, that's, that's really That's high. a nice. lot. Um, I might yeah. jump on that today. Yeah, come through. Okay. Are, people, um, are people tipping you? No, you don't have to tip me because okay. I'm not opening it up to the fucking hellhole that is AC Turnips subreddit. <laughs> God, that place sucks. Um, Katie, Katie is also obviously working from home, and she called me in um, like right before we started, and was like, "There's a someone in the community started a website that's called Turnip.exchange, which oh, basically yeah. like is a sub layer in between." Um, the turnip subreddit and the players. So like you put in your turnip code, your your dodo code into the website and then that website creates a queue for you. Um, and then basically you just say all four of the people that are in my town are gone uh, and then it moves the next four people up. So oh. Katie was like 500th in line and she was like, hey, uh, do you think I'm going to be able to get in? And I was like, we're going to do some math really fast right now. <laughs> and I was like, how many people are they letting in right now at a time? She said four. And I was like, okay. Uh. So, and you're how many people in line are you? And I was like, okay, do that subtraction. And then we did the assuming 10 minutes per trip. And then she wouldn't have gotten in for another five hours. At oh which point God. the store would have just been closed because they're on the East Coast. Right. So I was like, yeah, just come to my town and sell. And she was like, but you're not selling for 620 bells. And I was like, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Um, it's fine. Uh, I can't talk about Halo on this show. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, Halo 39. Good. Yeah, Halo 39 is around the corner. Yeah. They still update Halo 5, which is really funny to me um, because nobody plays that game anymore. Um, but they put a uh, fucking coronavirus relief uh, loot box 
into Halo what? 5 now. Wait, yeah. what? What does that mean? So there's like a there's a 9.99 loot box that like the proceeds of which go to oh, coronavirus. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like, hey, we know times are tough, so we're giving you a sweet deal on all the <laughs> no. Halo loot. You know what the real <laughs> pandemic is? It's the flood. Eyes up, Guardian. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so that's in there. I'm currently watching this Xbox thing. They're adding Football Manager to uh, to Game Pass for PC, which is uh, for me, oh. Nicholas Grayson, fucking awesome. <laughs> probably for a lot of people because those games are yeah. mad popular. Yeah, like my are. brother loves those fucking games. Yeah, they're also putting. It looks like that Strangers thing game is going mm, in I there. Love Strangers they're putting, thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Strangers thing. Human Fall Flat's going into Game Pass. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking of Human Fall Flat, f- f- human, no, f- I mean, human, it all f- works. Keanu Reeves Fall Flat. Yeah. Ke- Keanu Reeves Fall Flat. We played totally reliable oh delivery service oh, on the stream last tell week. A, yeah, tell everyone and about this because I watched some so of this and it was very cute. It's, yeah. It's a hybrid between, it's from Tiny Build, which is the people who also make Hello Neighbor and games of that ilk. Think of a game like Hello Neighbor and it's a Tiny Build joint. Um, they're the ones that at PAX West, right, Merritt? They had fucking coffins on the floor that you had to get into to play their Switch yes. game. Oh, wow. That was them. This had to have been PAX West because it was not one that I was at. Yeah. <laughs> God, I would have um, leapt into a coffin if I had seen one at PAX East. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's from them, and it's like a hybrid between Human Fall Flat and Gang Beasts, basically. Um, and the objective is that, well, okay. So the, <laughs> what they want you to do is they've kind of designed this large open world with a bunch of, uh, tiny mi- delivery missions in them. So you flip a switch and a box comes out and they're like, take this box to this location on the other side of the map. Um, yeah. and then you can do that and then you get money to buy vehicles and like accessories and stuff. Or you can do what Merritt John and I did. Which was um, we? I watched. I watched the stream back. We did two missions in the hour and forty five minutes that we played the game, and both of those took a combined thirty five seconds. Yeah, so that's the oh sign of a good what game, right? Did, Where you're like, you know, yeah, you yeah. have your real missions, and it's just like, oh, what? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> We're gonna spend thirty minutes trying to get out this fucking blimp. blimp. <laughs> It's honestly, um, it's a I lot like a good game. it's a lot like Blast Core with Gang Beast. Oh shit! Huh? It's like that. That game is great. Yeah, I at least that's kind of what I what it felt like to me playing it. Wait, in what way is it like Blast Core? To me, you're trying <laughs> wow. to you're trying to operate machines that don't really cooperate to deliver things, which is how I would describe Blast Core generously because I'm not the biggest fan of that game. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, this is all just we like don't a have, hidden We don't guess. have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that battle will be fought in a different arena. <laughs> we, should play wow. Bla- we should play Blast Core on stream. That'd be fun. It's fun. on. It's in. It's backwards compatible. It's in the oh, rare it is, replay, isn't it? Isn't it? Oh, in, yeah, it's in rare replay. I forgot. I, I own that game. That. Then. Yeah, you own that game. Um, <laughs> that's the that's the thing about rare replay is that a lot of people don't realize they own that <laughs> yeah. game, um, and therefore I'm they own by the ghoulies, huh? games. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, played that. That was really fun. That like was that was. Fun. I feel legitimately one of the most fun streams we've done. 
um, like just fucking around with that. It's just the uh, fucking image of Nikki standing on the on a cliff, <laughs> watching Merritt, who is stuck in a dumpster <laughs> across a ravine, and Merritt's just like, "Well, I think I've almost got it." And then this dumpster slowly like careens <laughs> off the side of this mountain. And then lands kind of on the shore side. And Nikki's like, okay, I think what I'm going to do is slowly kind of like make my way down there and help Merritt out. And then and then slips and falls like 100 feet and smacks off the dumpster with this sound that I've never heard before. It's, it's, a, very good, it's a very good, I don't know. I had a, I had a really good time like re-watching it. Yeah. It was really funny. I- yeah, I really um, appreciate a good game. Um, another game that we saw at PAX or that you guys saw at PAX was Fogs does the same yeah. thing. Yeah, where there's just a button that just does something. Oh yeah, and the one the the scene that really stood out for me was that time where um, you drove off in that like golf cart or whatever it was <laughs> and drove over Nikki and then Nikki's like bouncy standing up corpse uh, looked swung the camera back around and looked at Merritt and Merritt just said I figured out how to do this and it just starts waving Wait, her arms. In the air. yeah it's very good it's very good uh, that stream is on YouTube if you are listening and want to take a look it's really good it was fun um, and then yesterday I beat a video game I saw credits on a video yeah, game yeah you want to um, tell us about which video game that was yeah it was Power Rangers Time Force for the PlayStation <laughs> 1 good um which is a bad game. Oh, worse. No, okay. No, yes. let, no let's like uh, how many of you know what that game is like? No idea. No. Okay. Is it a beat em so up? guess so guess what it's like. Yeah. Platform? Uh, uh is it like a racing like uh is there parts where you're like flying around and the parts ooh. where you're like walking around? That's a fun guess. No. I, I want to say it's like a beat-em-up with rotoscoped Mortal Kombat 2 style graphics. Oh my god. No. You're, First person you're, you're, you're No. <laughs> now, no, Steven, you were, Open like, world. You, were, you were like a little bit on track, but... Okay. Uh, FMV game. No. <laughs> there is FMV in it. Yeah, there is. Is it, good. is it an RTS? No. No. Like point-and-click adventure? No. No. You're never gonna get it. What kinds of video games are there? Uh, is it like a kart, a kart racing game? No, it is an isometric platformer that has oh. combat also what? in it. it. It's fucking wild. I like went to the stream. I was like, I'm playing Final Fantasy VII. I'm trying to like wrap up the evening news too. I'm like furiously writing stuff down. I put the controller down and start typing stuff, and I'm like, oh, okay, we're Nikki's like streaming. I'll I'll. I'll just like put on mod view on one of my monitors and just have that up. And I did like a literal quadruple take because <laughs> all all, wow. I, all Nikki told you know said was like I'm playing this like Power Rangers game. And I was like, okay, word. And then I look over and it just looks like fucking like Crash Bandicoot on like yeah. a tilt. Wait, it's so really it's basically weird. knack. Oh my god, it's, it's like knack. knack. Yeah, so it's like it's a knack. Here's the thing. Imagine if you designed a video game for children where 
legitimately 85% of the platforms that the child needed to jump on were off screen. <laughs> not, <laughs> but off screen, crucially, not away from the player, but towards the player. No. So you're jumping towards the camera Wait, almost oh, exclusively. It's, it's the bad levels from Crash Bandicoot. The levels that I'm, as an elementary school aged child, forced my dad to play for me where you are running away from a polar bear or whatever, but they yes. just made an entire game out of that? Yes. Fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's it's centered around the Power Rangers Time Force season of Power Rangers, which is like the fifth or sixth season of Power Rangers. You could say um, any number. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't even begin to tell you which season that is, but yeah. But in that season, um, the whole thing is they have time jail in the future, mm-hmm. and uh, one of the time prisoners escapes time jail and then uses a time machine to go back in time so time force which is you know the force of time they guard time um has to go back in time to catch the time criminal um and they do that by getting into a time machine which is just kind of like a you know the subway cleaning car yeah no it's that there, so it, on the MT, on the MTA, there is a cleaning car, which is just a. It looks like a train, but it's a big vacuum, basically. Yeah. Um, and it like sucks up trash and dead rats and the like. Oh, um, fun. And it looks like that, except it's on a rail that gets hit by a robot doing a softball pitch. It's basically um, this. What I just posted. Uh, this oh, uh, w- oh. Okay, you're. Y- Yes, Whoa. like legitimately, it kind of looks like that. Oh, okay. There's a rounded front, and then there's the part where the people go, and there's a big wheel. At the I back. love Mad Max okay. Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they have to go back in time, and they bring their friend uh, Gromit or whatever the fuck the robot owl's <laughs> name is, <laughs> and he's there. And uh, then they have to do they have to protect time. Uh-huh. Um, you go back to a handful of different times, modern day, so 2000. Um, <laughs> you go to the Wild West, where, again, all of them, the enemies are dressed like cowboys, but when you kill them, they still drop gears, because there's only one death animation. Um, <laughs> oh, so, is- and then there's uh, medieval times, which is like, they just look like knights, but they still obviously drop robots. And then uh, there's a couple of other levels that are like out of time, but like it doesn't really make a difference um and then i beat that game and then oh i forget there's there's a mini boss and a final boss and the final boss is the boss that turns into the big you know how at the end of power rangers episodes Mm -hmm. when they beat the boss they're like fuck yeah we did it finally we killed darlek and then they make the monster grow yeah and then they make the monster grow and then they have to fight it with the big robot so that's a 3d arena fighter um Uh... like tekken and then you do bad Tekken for three minutes, oh, and no. then um, and then the mission moves on. There are ha- okay. Here's my favorite part, which I didn't realize. Look, think about a clock. Do you have a clock? Does everybody have a clock in their head? <laughs> I do yes. yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my! This how is many numbers? How many, how many numbers on that bad boy? Uh, twelve of them for me. Yeah. Twelve of them. Is it twelve for everybody? Yeah. It's about twelve. Yeah. Now, if you sure. were kind of thinking about a clock tower. Uh-huh. Right, which is with the base for the Time Force Power Rangers, uh-huh. and you were designing a video game based on time and the Time Force. How many levels do you think you would put in the game? Twelve. Uh, you know, it's twelve, twenty-four, maybe. Right. right. 
Sure. Uh, like, a, like a level A and a level B. Like so a- there were seven <clears throat> levels. Ah. Mm. That they did arrange in the exact configuration of a clock. Okay. Um, so you, you walk into the levels the level select room and you go around and you get to seven and then it goes back to one. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I guess there are only seven levels in the game. Because there are only seven levels in the game. It took me two hours to beat it. Um Anyway, so I saw credits on the Power Rangers game. And then we watched Power Rangers intros for another half hour afterwards. That's beautiful. That's honestly pretty good, actually. That sounds like a good time. I'm sorry, Dylan Um, Dylan did just tweet, first you're dual shocked, then it makes dual sense. Stupid Ah! Dylan. God. (laughs) Stupid. I love it. Um, Merit, we haven't heard anything from you about the games you've been playing why don't we do that do you want to do you want me to tell you the game that i've been playing i would love to uh, yeah it's called where's my vape <laughs> ah, i love this one so um i ordered a vaporizer product uh last week okay and uh just because i decided that that's what i'm gonna get into now mm-hmm. um, yeah i mean i put How my mattress on, i put my mattress on the floor right and, um, uh, and i'm I watching can't. and i'm watching anime and yeah, i have an I'm enormous so gamer rig so i might as well start vaping too you know you just need uh, nikki, so nikki i am going to buy a bed frame okay. i'm looking at them now Thank so, you. But for the time being, I'm just that's that's who I'm gonna be. Embrace Are you gonna it. Pepe's, Pepe's told you. Pepe's gave you a tip. The Pepe's account tweeted back at you and Pepe's? told you a t- the peep the Pepsi Pepe Pepe's. Oh yeah, the Thanks, Pepsi Pepe. account. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thanks, Pepe's. I love you. Um, I have a, I have kind of a fun thing with that account where whenever they reply to me, I just say like "Thanks, Pesci, I love you" or like "Thanks, Pepe MC." But. Yeah, so I ordered a vape last week, and I'm not going to say from whom because I'm not being paid. Uh, no free rides on this podcast. Yeah. But, no, uh, no free rides. Talk to bra- about a brand on this show. But uh, no, please, no please email us. Please email us. Uh, <laughs> so Jay Warren let me tell you, if you want to. Let me tell you about the bizarre adventure that my vape has been on. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, on April second, a shipping label was created. Okay. 40 minutes, or sorry, 12 hours later that day, it was accepted at the USPS facility in Fremont, California. Ugh. Oh, God. <laughs> Two hours later, Let's it arrived try. at the Oakland Distribution Center. Uh, okay. Okay. Two days later, it arrived at the post office in Brooklyn. So that's on April 4th. Okay, yeah. Okay. It arrives at the post office in Brooklyn at 9 p.m. The next day, April 5th, at 7, 10 a.m., it is out for Hold delivery. on, you're going too fast. My pen is running out of ink. <laughs> okay. There will be a quiz. So, uh, yeah. Uh, on April 5th at 7, 10 a.m., it's out for delivery. No updates are received. <coughs> and then 12 hours later, uh, it creates an automated message that says uh, no, no update has been scanned, no delivery scan or awaiting delivery scan. And I looked that up, and what it means is that it's been 12 hours since anyone basically laid hands on my package. <laughs> so either uh, it would just fell behind the chair um, in the uh, the post man post office car, yeah, or or they just didn't make it because they were busy on Sunday and they just like didn't make it. So that's April 5th, and um, the post office is about three blocks from me. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but I don't think I can just go there to get it. But Yeah, probably we'll not right okay. now. So that's April 5th. Elf for delivery all day, never arrives. Yesterday, it was again out for delivery all day. Huh. Then at 7.15 p.m., it arrives at the regional destination facility. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, okay, wait, wait. So hold on. So... <laughs> So left the post office and then went back to get sorted again. Yes, correct. Uh, As of today, it is no longer out for delivery. It is in transit to next facility. So it is moving within the USPS network and is on track Mm -hmm. to be delivered to its final destination. It is currently in transit to the next facility. Uh-huh. Expected delivery is today by 7.15 p.m. The chances that I will receive this today are zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. It is 5.30 where you're I at right now. I am never, ever getting this. So no. I think at this point, what I have to do is basically tell them that I didn't receive it, and they'll send me a second one. And whatever yeah. postal worker is currently using my vape um, can, can <laughs> yeah. just kind no. of enjoy that. Um, the best case scenario is you get two vapes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. that is correct. But um, uh, very frustrating. I haven't had this experience in a long time. Typically, I have pretty good luck with, uh, with postal services. But wow, is this frustrating. Let New York you. is already bad with this stuff. Like, I've had a lot of weird horror stories with packages. I definitely did get a package uh, two days ago that was sent by my mother in Rhode Island, which is 180 miles away, um, sent on February 20th. Oh, okay. Now, oh my God. <laughs> that's a couple of days. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's always bad. And like, I, I don't begrudge workers who are in hell on earth right now, for sure. sure. But it's like, New York is always bad. Like, for real. Like, just some of the things that have happened. I, I don't know. I ordered like a really nice doggy carrier once. That thing is like for luxury dogs. This is like five years ago, and I'm still mad about it. Um, <clears throat> Wait, have you not yeah. gotten it yet? One day, maybe I'll see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you know what? It's, I, I don't want to sound, um, you know, uh, presumptuous or ungrateful, because uh, I, uh, you know, I respect the fact that postal workers are still working, and um, I actually know uh, one postal worker who did actually get the coronavirus and got sick Ugh, and couldn't work. Gosh. And, Ugh, uh, yeah. And uh, her boss's strategy was basically like, don't get sick. Um, oh, great. That's a pretty that's you know, really uh, smart. You know what? So it's Good tough. Strats. It's tough yeah. out there. You know what? I know that it's tough out there. But also, um, I just don't see how that could be the cause of this thing oh no bouncing back and forth between different postal <laughs> offices uh when definitely i have gotten mail in the last few days right uh i've gotten packages that i ordered after this one but this one i guess was just too tasty it was too tasty and, uh, <laughs> it was too tasty i I like the idea that um, you're going to keep getting updates on transit for this thing for a while to come. And for like then two those, years. Yeah. yeah, for two years. And But <laughs> partway through that, it's going to stop being like updates and it's just going to be like unmarked images of some location somewhere of someone else whose eyes have been blacked out so you can't see who it is enjoying <laughs> your vape. Uh-huh. It's just going to be, you know, just a reminder of what could have been for the rest of your life. Well, that's kind of what I'm picturing happens here. My yeah. my mail carrier strat is to mark packages as delivered, and then they yeah. deliver them the next day because they don't want to come to my house. 
Like they'll mark, work? and it's it's happened three times since I moved here. It's just like the mail person doesn't want to deliver it. So like if it's scheduled to be delivered like anytime basically after six p.m. and it's a package, they won't deliver it, but they'll mark it delivered, and then they'll literally come by in the morning the next day to drop. Oh, it off. I thought you were saying that you were marking your packages as delivered when they weren't delivered to you. Oh yet. no 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 no! The mail person's doing. Oh this. yeah, that's that's classic <laughs> move. That's classic. Yeah, it's it's a classic. It's just also, yeah, it's that's hard. It's really hard because yeah. you want your the shit. Yes, is a miracle. Yeah, you know, you want your stuff. You want your stuff, and also our brains are fucking broken for what to expect because of Amazon. Yeah. Just like exploiting yeah. the shit out of people to create like an unreasonable and unsustainable like level of service. At the same time that the U.S. government, in particular the U.S. government, is like constantly trying to close down all of the like postal services all the public postal services by just taking away all their money and people all the time yeah trying to uh, privatize it yeah yeah it's a shitty 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 yep. shitty situation yeah. i had to write an ap exam once now that we're talking about the post office my <laughs> ap mm-hmm. my ap english uh lang which is like the rhetoric one yeah um i had to write a Thing about whether or not we should kill the postal service. Uh-huh. I, like they gave you, a, they gave you a picture of there was like the the image was of like a really really tiny like regional post office, right? It was like one of those ones that's like in the middle of the country that like serves like probably like thirty five people, or is like it's one of those ones that's in Alaska where it's like the postal truck is not a truck, it's an airplane, yeah, sure. and they like come by every day. So it's like one of those post offices, but it's in black and white and it looks dilapidated and they're like, this is the United States Postal Service. This is what we rely on to get mail across the country. Wow. Do you think that we should keep this alive? Yes or no? Defend yourself. And then they're like, write, they're like, write 800 words in 25 minutes on this. God. Yeah. I, um, I had a real yeah. shitty conservative social studies teacher in my high school as well, so I totally get that. He's still working yeah, except there. This, except, except, Stephen, this conservative social studies teacher was college board. Oh, uh-huh. Well, then I believe it even more because <laughs> that's just a private school at that point. So, you know. Um, I don't know, y'all. I learned a lot about Jesus in my school. So. Oh. oh. Mm. Life lessons. Now, how you know, is you can pay your taxes? I you know a lot of parables. Packages. <laughs> uh, if if by packages you mean the word of God, Pretty my good. father, okay. then he yeah. was really good at You're, it. Right. What will what can Christ do for you? I don't know. He's got those. <laughs> he's got those donkeys, right? He's got a few donkeys. Yeah, they can, pa- hey. can pack a lot. You somebody know? asked for Stupid. somebody asked for some fish and some bread, and Jesus had same de- delivery on that shit for like six hundred. I mean, to be honest, day delivery. <laughs> <laughs> he was the original Prime, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it helps he, when you yeah. can just walk over water and you don't have to like drive around it. I mean, I mean, he is the Prime Mover for sure. <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. Yes, Nikki. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> yes, Wait, did you, just res- did you just respond to uh, someone say Jesus Christ? Did I just went like, to a lot yes? of Catholic school. I figured among us, you know, like I maybe I know the most about Jesus. That's all I'm saying. I see. Okay. So like I, that I could act games? as a messenger. That's all. <laughs> so, so you know, video game. Um, 
trying to think what I actually have been playing. I started playing Monster Hunter again, and I don't remember if I oh. had it last week or not, but yeah, I am basically just racing through the game as fast as possible so that I can get to the, that new content that I never played on PS4. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because uh, I did play that game for like six months on, uh, on PS4 when it first came out. And uh, they give you, like, they have this weird solution for you to, like, get up to speed in Monster Hunter, which mm-hmm. is, like, you know, in games like Destiny or, like, uh, I think Final Fantasy XIV does this as well. It sure does, uh, yeah. Y- you can, like, you know, pay money to basically skip to the m- most recent stuff. Yeah. Um, or in Destiny, it's a little different now because um, you can sort of do kind of everything with the new light uh, setup, but... In Monster Hunter, they don't let you do that, but what they do do is uh, give you equipment that you can have basically from the beginning of the game that will carry you up until, like, through the end of, like, the the story of Mm -hmm. the main game. And if you use it, you're just, like, completely, you know, murderizing everything that you (laughs) run across. Like, it's just sad, actually. Because, um, so I was playing with Steven uh, yesterday, and... We were just going after these monsters, and it was just, like, brutal. I felt bad for them <laughs> with how badly I was just, like, like I was like, oh, Diablos, yeah, I remember yeah, you gave me a real hard time the first time I encountered you. Well, looks like I just cut both of your horns off and your tail, so uh, <laughs> if you want to just die now, I mean, it'll save me a lot of time. But, uh, or, like, yeah, I'll just be like, yeah, okay, uh, come on, come on. Yeah, at first you hit me, and I just, like, use my shield and block, and nothing happens. I'm like, okay, cool, now it's my turn. Um, and I just, like, one-shot you. <laughs> um, there, was the, there was the part where we were fighting the Puke Puke in high rank, and it was, like, one of the first, I think it was literally the first high rank monster that you had is, to fight. Yeah. And part of that quest is that we're supposed to be looking for these, like, mystery tracks on the ground to start the next quest while we finish fighting this monster. And we killed that monster, and then Merit over the Discord is like, hell yeah. And it was like, oh wait, we killed it before I looked for any of the tracks. We just We killed it, it so fast that I didn't get to do the other part that I was supposed to. <laughs> um, but uh, that game still rips. It's still really good. It's so good. Uh, it's yeah it's just it's beautiful visually the music is incredible just the core gameplay feels really great and mm-hmm. i can't wait to get to the part where i'm actually playing monster hunter again because so far <laughs> i've just been like speed running it and uh i can't wait to get to the part where i actually get to like craft armor and things like that which i could be doing but it would just mean like a huge step down from the uh the fucking god slayer stuff <laughs> that they gave me. Um, right yeah so that uh doom um, I'm making my way through Doom very slowly. I'm uh, still enjoying I'm, that. Yeah, uh, I just got the Ballista. I think I'm at the Super Gornas now. Um, oh, nice. I, I've sort of been taking my time with it, and uh, I was stuck on one part for a very long time, and then I was just like, you know what? I'm turning the difficulty down. <laughs> I'm bad at that game. I had to turn it down. And then, so, I, and then so I turned fast. it back up. Oh, so yeah. it, I'm back on Ultra Violence, but there are these like little spots where I'm like, this encounter sucks in a big way. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think I did beat the Doom Hunter part mm, on nice. Ultra Violence, which I think no, I may have turned it down. I forget. But I love how at that encounter you're like, oh, cool, yeah, I killed the boss, yeah, owned. And then it's like, how about two more at the same time? No thanks. How about that? Um, that and, uh, is such a fuck you moment. That is such a fucking it is, from yeah, software the game's moment. Just like yeah, eat shit. Um, but yeah, no. When you when you get like the uh, the super shotgun and you have the the meat hook and you're yeah. sort of just flying around everywhere, um, and I have the the uh, rune that 
you can go in um, slow motion when you're in the air. Like oh, you can yeah, yeah, time, yeah. Uh, which just makes it so much fun. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's been good. You know, plugging away at Destiny still. There's not a whole lot going on this season, but... Um, yeah. yeah that's keep an my eye thing. Mm-hmm. That's me, you know. Uh, um, I'm wrapping up some TV shows that I started watching at various points over the years and, like, have never finished, so... Um, Anything cool? Well, I just finished uh, Venture Bros. Oh, oh nice. Yes. Oh, show, nice. Which, great, great show. Yeah. Uh, I'm finishing up Devilman Crybaby. I have two episodes left, and uh, boy, <laughs> it gets mm. rough. It gets rough, huh? Yeah. Um, Especially that show content gets warnings. real rough. Um, how, most of y'all haven't seen it, right? No. Do you right, care about spoilers? I, I don't, no. no. Okay. There is a scene in, I believe, the seventh episode um, so this is a very gory show and like also like a very horny show. Um, but there's a Gorny. scene. Gorny. Thank you. Yeah, it's Gorn. Um, there's a scene in the seventh episode where uh, the main character's adoptive family, who, which is like um, this girl who's his age and then like this younger brother and the mom and dad. Um, the mom realizes that their young son is uh, a devil and uh, when he uh, eats a dog because he wanted meat. Um, so then Oops. she takes him away like on her own um, to basically like protect the rest of her family. And uh, she's just like sheltering him in this basically church where this preacher is just like going off about stuff. And uh, he's just like, mom, I can't, oh, I need meat. And she's just like, you just have to resist it. You have to resist. And then the dad goes looking for them in, um, Basically, society has collapsed because people know that demons are real now and they're just kind of like on the hunt for humans who are secretly demons. And so just like mass violence. There are um, there are demons and there are humans and then there are like people who have all of the abilities of a demon, but they keep their like human personality. Right. They've basically conquered the demon in their heart like they won when it tried to possess them. But uh, most people are just either humans or demons. And so humans are just slaughtering each other and like descending into paranoia because of this. The dad goes looking for his family, and uh, he opens the tent to see that his son has turned into like a kind of slug monster, like a kind of slug Sorry demon. Sorry about that. Slug dog demon, yes. Like a slug demon? Oh no, he ate a dog. He's not a. Oh not right, a dog. right. Yeah. He turned into like this kind of like weird sea slug thing, and uh, you just see him kind of like sucking on the torso, like sucking the mom's torso, like into his body, um, like he's eating his mother, but in like the most grotesque way possible, and. Uh, then there's just like tears start coming out of his eyes as he looks at his dad and then the dad there's like this five minute scene where the dad is like like he has a handgun and he's like trying to kill his son but can't do it um and he's just like losing his mind and then when he finally gets the resolve to maybe do it the army shows up and fucking kills everybody (laughs) so it's a lot and it gets worse apparently so uh oh yeah those last two episodes yeah like if this is the uh they've if the most of the show was like a, a plane and th- that episode was like a hill, the last two episodes of that show are the Rocky Mountains. <laughs> like it is yeah. a lot. So, yeah, that's a lot. Um, and uh, so trying to watch maybe some lighter stuff to to cope with that. So I might watch more of Trigon, which is a show that we did for uh, our anime podcast. Yeah. And uh, I liked that one. It was, you know, it's a fun little romp. I've I've never seen that, but I, I no one, really no really one love... turns into no one turns into demon devils. That's good. <laughs> and uh, eats their parents. 
I, I really love that guy's other... The guy who wrote Trigun also wrote a series called uh, Blood Blockade Battlefront is the English title. Um, uh-huh. That I like a lot. That's like... That That's one does title. have... It's a pretty good title. It's really fucking goofy. The, the premise of that whole show and slash manga is that um, one day hell and New York City merged together. Um, just kind of <laughs> randomly. That Finally. actually happened. I love Jim and Yeah, Turner. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but they, they merged together, but like two years later, it's like two years later and everybody's just kind of like, eh, they all just kind of roll with it's it. It's 11. So, uh-huh, basically. <laughs> Um, and so, like, demons and humans are just, like, going to work together and stuff like that and hanging out, um, but also dealing with, like, you know, the weird biological stuff that some of the demons have. There's, like, this character, this, like, side character that shows up in, like, two episodes called, um, as, like, a gag that's called, like, Lord Giga Giga Foot Massive, who's just this, like, Uh (laughs) 800-foot-tall demon who has to, like, get up and go to work and stuff like that every day, Uh too. But he's 800 feet tall, so they have, like, the police, like, (laughs) pushing people out of the way. It's like, Lord Giga Giga Foot Massive is on the move! (laughs) Like, get out of the way! Uh, And he's just, like, standing above them all going, like, I'm sorry! (laughs) Please step out of the way! (laughs) And uh, the, the show is, like, about, um these people who um kind of just deal with like you know if anytime there's like a demon criminal or humans doing weird stuff with magic and stuff like that they kind of like deal with them but they're all just a bunch of fucking idiots um Mm. and (laughs) hate each other and it's it's pretty good i like blood blockade battlefront a lot um i also watched personally um you talking about devil man also reminded me that i was watching another uh, I f- blanking Yuasa? on his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, another Yuasa series called uh, "Keep Your Hands Off Ezuken." Oh, uh, I... yeah. I've heard really good things about that. Yeah, it's, it's good. basically it's, it's basically oh. just girl Ed Ed and Eddie. Yes, kind of, yeah. Girl Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and it's, it's like the entire series of, you know, how every episode of Ed, Ed, and Eddie was uh, them trying to build some weird contraption to scam people. What if it, instead of that, they were, like, the entire series was just them trying to get good at making anime. Right. Um, they, they, like, start a film club at their high school to make anime. and uh, But it's also just, like, really, really, really loving and caring about like the ideas of production and the the, like what goes into labor towards building like creative endeavors and stuff there's a character called kanamori uh who's like the the very tall one of the group she's like the only one who's not an artist and doesn't actually Mm -hmm. like really care about anime uh, or art and is just like their project manager um but she's so but she's like a high school girl like all of them but she just talks like a weird yakuza I don't know, like, underboss or something like that constantly as she's, like, trying to keep them all on track to, like, meet their deadlines and things like that. And honestly, I can fucking relate in some ways to uh-huh. some of what's going on there where her whole, yeah, her whole thing is just, like, constantly trying to, like, um, deal with, you know, their weird, e- the other girls' weird egos and their weird, like, um, manic personalities. And they're like, well, we need to, you know, spend this and this and this to do this. And she will just, like, lay out the... Uh, you know, okay, very much like Nikki doing the turnip math, just being like, okay, if you do mm-hmm. 14 frames of animation for this shot, how many, you know, hours is that going to take you? It's like, this many? It's just like, and how many do we have till the deadline? It's like, not enough. It's like, exactly. Get back to fucking work. <laughs> also, um, one of the characters is like a weird little gremlin. 
Yes, she is. Asakusa is like this small like the, little... Like, the kind of neat thing about the show, and I know there are other shows that have done this, and, like, this isn't the first one or anything, but, like, yeah. if you look at the intro and, like, the animation, it's very distinctive, and, like, it's an anime about, like, high school girls where they just look like, just, like, I don't know, like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh-huh. They don't, they're not, like, right. you know, hyper-sexualized, sure. um, which is sort of a a thing um yeah that fucking intro the easy breezy is such a good song um, yes it super super is yeah no it's a it's a good show it's it's got a lot of like uh, it's just a good looking show in general but then there's a lot of most episodes will have these like scenes where um the characters are trying to describe what they are trying to establish on the page on like a piece of mm-hmm. paper um and that stuff starts bleeding into the world around them and they start interacting with like these hand-drawn watercolored like weird studio ghibli looking helicopters and robots and tanks and stuff like that as they like talk about how, you know well this wouldn't work because of this so like in mm. the moment the like helicopter will like morph around them to like fit their idea for their story or whatever and they have like these weird sort of side adventures on those and it's mm. just a good show it just a feels good to watch yeah i am definitely going to uh, going to check it out soon whether it's for the podcast or not hell yeah yeah i recommend it um can i hmm, should should I talk about a manga? Labored consideration. Do I talk about a manga? I don't know. I don't Is know. It good? I don't know if people care. Yeah, I like it. I haven't read a ton of it, so I could just say Chainsaw Man. I'm, I started reading Chainsaw Man this morning. Ah, now, yeah. what, now what's that one about? <laughs> it's exactly what it sounds oh, like. Fucking weird, huh? <laughs> Um, it is, but it's really good. Uh, it's about a guy, I actually wasn't sure, I, based on the screenshots I had seen of the series before, I wasn't actually sure what the tone of it was going to be necessarily, or like what the main character was going to be like in particular, but it's like basically just about this like young guy who is, um, indebted to the mafia because his dad, um, passed away with a ton of debt, like, left behind to like the Yakuza, and so he is like crazy poor and he has like no idea what the real world is like uh, because he's been living in this shack this whole time and like eats one piece of bread a day for food and whatnot and his like greatest dream in life is to eat bread he like he heard somebody talking about how some people put jam on bread and he's like man that would fucking rule wouldn't it um so he just has these like incredibly banal mundane dreams um Mm -hmm. but then because it takes place in a world where, again, demons are a factor in all of this. And everybody across the world just seems to know that. Like, they seem pretty okay with it. Um, he meets, like, a little dog that has a chainsaw growing out of it. Um, that is a chainsaw <laughs> demon. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. The, and then the yak in like, this is in, like, the first issue. Um, like, the Yakuza he's working for uh, kill him, uh... For, like, making a deal with another, like, greater demon kind of character. And uh, the dog, like, sacrifices itself to bring him back to life. And it, like, fuses with him uh, and gives him his chainsaw powers. Uh, So he can just, like, grow chainsaws out of his body, kind of at will, throughout the rest of the series. And gets picked up by, like, this um, public service 
organization that's like a demon hunters, but they're like a union. They're like um, they're like a social service for demon hunting. And there's like a lot of jokes about how he gets paid days off because he's working a union job. So, but then like the rest of the series <laughs> is just him, is just him like um, learning about what it's like to live in, like, capitalist society um, under this job and really enjoying his very, like, totally mundane dreams of, like, oh, I had, like, soup for the first time and it was wild, like, and I have money for the first time and I can't believe it. But then very quickly starts to realize, oh, I still have to, like, get up and go to work every day and, like, there's a... There's this just, like, crushing weight of expectation to just, like, have to always be productive and keep adding to society and keep doing things for other people. And will I ever achieve my dreams? And if I do, are they actually as interesting or as fulfilling as I thought they were? And it's just... Also, while all that is going on, has, like, really, really, really interesting monster designs and stuff. There's, like, a whole scene in one of the very early issues where his, like... Um, supervisor guy does like you know when you do like a head squish you know like you close one eye and you like squish somebody's head with your between your two fingers because they're standing far away That's it. yeah it's kids in the hall yeah yeah exactly his like supervisor does that but when he does the head squish like an actual like his that's the it's hard to describe the, the, dream. the thing it actually worked right no. But it it works by summoning a giant, like, fox demon head uh, in the shape of his hand um, at, like, 300 yards away that eats, like, a big demon. Um, oh. And, yeah. It's really... it's Yeah, that's my manga minute. <laughs> so manga sorry. minute! Lo- local chainsaw grower has uh, existential crisis. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm figuring out something to do with manga stuff on the website that no, will force everybody else to listen to sure, it. Sure, so. sure. Uh, <sighs> I think. Are we? I think I, we podcast. I've, I've got nothing else. I'm. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I'm gassed. We did it. We did it. I feel pretty good with what we've accomplished this t- today. Yeah. Um. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Thanks for talking about all your various things. No, thank you for hosting. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. I, I legitimately love coming in here every Tuesday into the same room that I'm in every day <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, slightly changing up my schedule to talk to you guys. I just uh, I, I just hope it. every Tuesday Sony announces some dumbass new thing right at 1255. <laughs> that, would yeah. be, that would be really helpful. Right, yeah, it does uh, definitely make a good catalyst for conversation. Uh, you know, you, where you can also hear a bunch of other conversations that we have here at fanbyte.com is on Fanbyte FM. It's one of our other podcast feeds. You can find that by going to fanbyte.com slash podcast, which also includes FanFight. It's a yeah. show that... Yeah. I got excited. That, I heard I heard the name of, of this show, and I got excited. Can't help it. <laughs> you want, do you want to tell people what it is? Yeah, totally. So it is a fun podcast where myself and LB Hunk Tears, who is the amazing wrestling uh, sort of section chief here on Fanbyte, uh, they bring a pro wrestling match. I bring an MMA fight, and we both, like, share in the glory of the gory together. It's very fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I heard one Dylan Skiffington express his um, interest in the green goo that you guys had talked about on a previous yes! episode. So yeah. that was fun. We had a lot of fun with that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you can also go to just fanbyte.com in general to hear a bu- or read up on all the other stuff that we do. We also have a bunch of uh, links to cool stuff we do there. Or you can follow us on fanbyte media at, at fanbyte media on 
Twitter, and you will basically find links to literally anything we do there, including links to twitch.tv slash fanbyte, which is where we uh, have been streaming like a lot lately. Like a lot mm-hmm. for us. Yeah. Uh, and it's been pretty good. Yeah, it's been fun. I just beat I beat Monster Hunter World's main campaign on stream this morning. Nice. Um, on PC. So that was cool. I, I will be playing an hour of uh, FF7 there tomorrow. Ooh. Yeah. That's pr- that's, Hell that's yeah. Good. Yeah. That's that's as much as I can do, uh, they say. Yeah. yeah. Just one For hour. video? Yeah, just one hour. Yeah. One hour of live stream. Can it be anything? It could be anything up until uh, chapter eighteen, which I don't I don't oh. know what's there yet. I'm on chapter okay. five right now, so Okay. Yeah. Um how long is that game? Uh thirty seven hours uh, is what Jason Schreier said. He said he did a hundred percent of the side quests and also the main quests okay. and took thirty seven hours. I'm gonna guess I'm gonna land at about forty. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at at Steven Strom, S-T-E-V-E-N-S-D-R-O-M. Where can people find you, Merritt? Uh, I'm at, uh, I'm at Merritt K. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted waiting for my vape. No, I was about to say, we, we can find yeah. Merritt wherever she's waiting for her vape, yeah. Uh-huh. We can find Merritt standing outside a distribution center in Brooklyn, um, any time between 9 and 5 during the day. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I just that image is just funny. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I'm so I'm glad somebody enjoys my comedy. <laughs> Where can people find you, Danielle? You get to go next because I was so happy with that. I'm so glad. Thank you for that. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Danielle R I. Nikki, where can people find you? On Twitter.com. Ah. So you find it. Yeah, I'm at Jack. J A C K. Uh, and John, where can people find you? Um, you can find me at Flopiezel on Twitter if you want. I mean, you don't have to. That's great. You don't have to do that. No, that's great. No, I'm, I, I want to. No, but you don't um, have. You don't have I'm to already find following me. It's you. fine. But no, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm, I promise, I'll go read like the top ten, tw- the last ten tweets you made right after this. Okay. I'll, I'll go do that <laughs> for you. Bring those engagement numbers up. Okay. Uh, sp- speaking of one last thing, uh, if you want to engage with us. You can go to podcast.fanbyte.com to send us emails about stuff if you want to. Uh, I don't know if you have questions about like how much should you be tipping during the pandemic to you your podcasters. To, to, how much should you yes. tip your landlord? A hundred percent. Yeah, you you tip one hundred percent. You pay double your rent. Listen, they have to eat. They have to eat. Yeah. What are, they, do. they don't have any skills? What are they gonna do? <laughs> Now it can't get I legitimately job. was drinking and just <laughs> oh, fucking real. Maybe I'll take a picture of how much water just went across my desk. <laughs> they don't have any, they don't have any skills. skills. They don't. You know, I got a real good solution for that. Good you don't time. have to. Eat. You don't have to eat if you become food. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. All right. Well, that's honestly. Let's just cut it off there. You don't have to. You <laughs> don't have to. Eat. You don't have to eat. You don't food. have to eat. It's very good. Uh, it's our new outro for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks, everybody, for uh, <laughs> listening. We'll be back later this week with an episode. If you'd love to see it, we'll be back with this show next week, next Tuesday. Bye. 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 Bye.
Yay.